Hey, this is Victor. So we have some technical difficulties this week on the show. So the ending was cut off, but just to let you know, we will be doing a live tweet with Kayla, Nerds of Prey, and Nostalgia mixtape for Sabrina. So once Sabrina, um, I can't think of the word, premieres. Why is that? Why was that such a hard word? Anyway, once she premieres on Netflix, we will be live tweeting, um, doing the first three episodes, and then we'll go from there. So check out Twitter. You will see kind of the ad for it. But hey, follow us, join in, and have a good time. And also, enjoy the show. Hey, what's going on, people? Um, let's see. I have not been up to, you know, my usual bullshit of playing video games. Well, I should be looking for jobs. Um, <laughs> let's see what I've been playing. I've been playing a lot of Infamous. See, I'm about to say because I've been playing a lot of Infamous. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. No, I'm saying that you. One minute you were saying, I haven't had time to play video games. Now you're playing video games. But then you complain about playing video games. Listen, I... Don't judge me. <laughs> like, um, I've been playing video games uh, like um, Infamous, I think it's Second Sons or First Sons or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, Soul Calibur Six came out. And... So, you know, when you was a kid, when you were playing video games, so you, you thought you, you were, like, the baddest, the, you could fight anybody. Yeah. Then you take your ass online and get smacked. Oops. I'm having deja vu all over again. I said, oh, girl. Well, are you getting beat by it's just these kids? Child beat, no, slapped like items. <laughs> Listen. They beat me like I'm a runaway slave. <laughs> it's just serious. It's just serious in these Soul Calibur streets. So I'm gonna take my happy ass back to the training, okay. back to the lab, Wait, and get myself train? together. They can. You can train. Yeah, there's a, there's training in this. Yeah. Oh. Yes. Oh. Yes. <laughs> Ooh, I'm gonna need you to get your life. No, I know. I need to try one of these things. I didn't know you can train. Now I saw. I guess you can train. I play Mario. You can do everything. You can have races and fight through castles and group sex and everything else in Mario. So you know anything is. Now see, I don't know about that last one. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I've been seeing a lot of people. You know getting like these Mario costumes and trying to make sexy Mario. I'm like, can you make it? I guess you can. Oh, yes, you can. I've seen it. Oh, okay. I guess you oof. Can. Oof. I want to see some Witcher. That whoever he is, that Witcher man. Oh, oof. Yeah. That, that tub scene. I'm like, yes. Well, why am I looking at this, this video game? <laughs> Did you see there was a cosplay 
there who did that, recreated that uh, that yeah. tub scene. Mm-hmm. Just all right. I was like, all right. Yes, yes. Ooh, okay, so what have you been up to? Well, as y'all know, I have a new job. And so I will be starting on the 5th. I will be, I already gave my two weeks at my present job. And so, you know, we're just winding down. Somebody noticed, it was like, where's your Wonder Woman stuff? I'm like, oh, well, I'm, I guess I need to let you know. So, <laughs> um, so that's happening. And I'm getting excited um, just because it's going to be a little bit different. It's going to be a, a lighter commute, praise the Lord. Lord. Y'all don't understand what a, what a light commute means in Los Angeles. You just don't get it. Um, let me say this. I can listen to our podcast, The Read, on my way to work. Let's just say that. Yikes. Um, or I can listen to, I can listen to both of our, on our way to work and halfway home when I leave. So, you know, most of the time we can be two hours. The Read is sometimes two hours. It just factor all that. But now... I can listen to, you know, I can listen to just regular music because it, it's like a 23 minute commute. So versus an hour mm-hmm. or more commute. <laughs> um, and then especially after yesterday, yesterday we had somebody, we had a plane, <laughs> a plane crash on the highway it was really crazy. Um, and so did he ask Calabasas, wasn't it? Well, it was close to that area. and. You know, it didn't hurt everybody, but it was it, nobody got hurt, and nobody was you know. But it, it didn't really hurt traffic that much, but it was a mess. But yeah, so this is gonna be nice because I go against the traffic versus into it, and you know I'm excited about that. And um, you know I want to give a shout out for you know Steph. I want to let Steph know I appreciate we appreciate because um, I really was really floored to see that you know like as people like, you know, reach out to us or in a sense of like, which, you know, blur people to like pay attention to. That was nice to see that and all that good stuff. And also for the fact that we have over a thousand followers now. Yeah. So I was happy to see that. That made my day. I was like all excited. Like we have over a thousand followers, you know, some of these folks, it takes years to get even to a thousand, but you know, we got there. So I really shout out to Steph, shout out to our, our supporters and all that good stuff. And oh, I saw Suspiria last night. Um, and if y'all know what Suspiria is, it's the remake of of, of Suspiria about a dance school of witches. <laughs> <laughs> this movie, okay, it's two and a half hours. Okay, so that's too long. It was a little long because I went right after work, so you know a hoe was halfway asleep. But um, I, I did get through it. Tilda Swinton. Now we know we, Tilda has her issues. You know, I'm not going to say she has some issues. It was just she had a moment. Okay. This heifer is playing three roles at once. She's pulling one of these Jessica Lane type of roles. <laughs> like she's playing three people. She's mm-hmm. playing a man, an old witch, and a, and a young witch. Well. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah i should you know if you get a chance see it this weekend um but it was cute it was cute i enjoyed it but that's pretty much up with me um just getting ready for the new transition and i gotta put some oil in my car <laughs> well that you have to maintain your ride that's true we'll be stuck out in the road so that is true well, I guess we we should get up on this on this tea on this tea tea start. Well, 
You know what's going on in the world right now. This <laughs> Lord, have you seen all these bomb threats that's been happening? Oh my god. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's, 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 yeah. it's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot right now. And uh, this is American Horror Story. But let's go ahead and get into the tea. <laughs> so what we have? Well, we got some interesting news that uh, Marvel is exploring all options for, the, for another Captain America since, you know, Bay is leaving. And they're either looking for somebody black or a woman. So you know what we're going to say. You can just be a black woman. <laughs> right. Like, is <laughs> come on now. Yeah. Does it have to be either or? Well, at least they're thinking about it. Well, no, you know what? That's not enough to just think about it. Yeah. Let's do it. Yeah. That's just... Stop dicking around. Stop pussyfooting. Let us have it. Yeah. That's very true. And it's um, very exciting to know that, you know, they are looking at either option. You know, we'll be happy if it's a black person, be happy if it's a woman, be happy if it's a black woman. Um, but I think that'll be a bold move um, to do that. They can do whatever they want to do. It's Disney. So that's interesting to hear. But yeah, that news was coming from um, kind of from within Frank Grillo, who played Crossbones. Um, kind of brought that up in an interview today. So, you know, he is, that's what they're exploring right now. So, um, you know, right now that's very, uh, it's very, it's not nothing set in stone or anything, but that's just a rumor, but it would be neat to know that we could have a black Captain America. Now, technically in the comics, it is Falcon. Falcon has become Captain America. He was Captain America for at least a couple of years. Uh, it could be Falcon, so Anthony, Anthony Mackie could be playing that role, or they could do something totally different. So let's see, Misty Knight, <laughs> who knows? Come, you know, or they could. This is how they could probably introduce um, Miss America into the field. So who knows how this will be done? Right. Well, as we say often on Mega Shane, we'll see. Yeah, because sometimes we have to. That's all we can do. Let's just see. <laughs> Uh, to be completely honest. To be honest. Let's see. Well, and then we have, well, light news. You know, Wonder Woman's being delayed, um, being pushed back to 2020. You know, I, I'm, I'm not upset with that. I, I think they have mostly done. I feel like they got most of the things that need to be done. I wonder if this is more about reshoots. Um, I don't know. I think um, they probably didn't want to compete on certain with certain other DC properties that were coming out or Marvel properties. Mm-hmm. I haven't looked at the the actual schedule. Yeah. Um. But I am not. I'm not too uh, put off put by this because I know that. I mean, what's the alternative? It's not like DC has anything going warm right now anyway. So <laughs> just wait and make sure this is better than the second one, which hopefully it will be. Yeah. But, you know, whatever. I, I trust Patty Jenkins and the crew over there that they know what they're doing. I think what they got coming out that we know of is um, – Aquaman and Shazam, we know they are coming out. 
Um, well, Aquaman comes out next month, doesn't it? Does it? Oh, I guess it does. Yeah, it does. <laughs> <laughs> well, no shade, Jason. I'm sorry. I should be doing that to my boo like that. I should. I should have known. I should have known. But um, <laughs> yeah, I guess it is. Um, okay, so yeah, that is coming out, and we know that Shazam is coming out, and we don't really know what else is kind of brewing up from the movie universe. Now, you know, over in the TV world, they doing the most. They got there's new developments of a Superman series. Yep. Which. Okay, uh, you know that's fine. I mean, the the actor is is fine, so he can. You know, that's okay. And then you know they they got Batwoman coming out, and they got um, a few other things rolling up. Um, so well, isn't Batwoman supposed to be? She she doesn't have her own standalone yet. Not yet. Is that right? Not yet. She's going to be more, you know, jumping in. I guess in the Arrowverse. Um, so we'll be seeing that. I think I feel like it's leading into her going into her own series. Um, we'll see, because I think because what I I remember we thought Vixen was going to go into her own series, but that turned out to be more of a cartoon. So, we'll, right, it'll be more of a trial and error to see how people respond to Batwoman. And it, it feels like sometimes that the DC universe in the TV world is moving a lot faster than what we get from the movies. Um, so, because, you know, as we said on Megashine before, they're looking into bringing Supergirl into the movie universe, um, but they already have her in the TV universe, and they bring out. So, um, who knows what they really are up to, but yeah, as Nick was saying, you know, Wonder Woman is one of their biggest things going on right now. So, if they don't want to compete, that's fine. But, you know, I feel like they, can, they could compete. You know what I mean? I feel like they did so well the first time. They can compete. As long as they're not going against the second version of um, Infinity War, they should be good. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, the Wonder Woman, when it got delayed, it got delayed to the exact date as the previous one came out. So I think that's uh, June 5th of 2020. Okay. Kind of to do like an anniversary or whatever. But. Like I said, I'm interested to see what they do with this uh, Wonder Woman. Yeah. I'm still, um, I still wish that Cheetah was played by somebody else that's not white. Um, and I still think Chris Pine should have just been dead and not up in this Top Gun ass um, costume that we saw. Yeah. But, you know, let him cook. Maybe he'll die again and then this time will be permanent. Well, someone mentioned, what if he's like a ghost or like a spirit that's just there as a guide? And I was like, mm, I don't know. well, we'll see. I mean, because technically, I think I, I, we, we mentioned it before that he was brought back. In the comics, he was brought back, but he came from a different universe. Now, I don't know if they want to play with that or not, but the original Steve died. But the one from a new universe came in. So mm-hmm. a gift to her. You know, but then I feel like, yeah, but I feel like that Steve sometimes hinders her as a character. But we'll we'll we'll, we'll see what they do because we have no idea. Um, so we'll see how they're gonna do this and see how cute it will be. Yep. Let's see. Um, also, over the weekend, <laughs> we learned that. Um, Mar- Speaking of Marvel, as we kind of mentioned them earlier, they canceled Luke Cage. Um, 
and I think the week before they canceled. That's something that's not cute. <laughs> and they and the week before they canceled, um, you know, Iron Fist. Now Luke Cage. It's interesting because you know I felt like this was a very strong season. Now some people argue that it was a boring season, but this I think this was a very good character building season for, for most of the characters this year, especially for Black Mariah. We learned a lot about what she was doing and how she became who she becomes. Uh, but I think it was a very strong season this year. Um, so I don't know, you know, what it was. It was, it was uh, they were doing well enough. So it was, it was Disney's choice to cancel it. Um, some people are saying that because of some of the things that the lead actor was saying may led to that, but I don't really agree with that. I think it was just a, um, since Disney is getting set for their own streaming services, they're kind of just cutting the fat. And unfortunately, yeah. Luke Cage was part of that fat. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe it could be reimagined or pick, a, pick back up on their streaming service. Yeah. And that's a good way to, yeah, that's something I didn't think maybe, about. Maybe, I don't know. That's a good thing because maybe they are counselor because like, hey, we're canceling Netflix. The same way they did Buffy. Buffy was canceled on WB, but ended up coming back at UPN. So maybe uh-huh. that was like, maybe that's how they want to do it. Or since they are about to put a lot of money into this new streaming service, maybe they got plans to do other things. Because as we have reported, they've talked about, they're going to have like, you know, solo series for Scarlet Witch and Loki, which I'm sure they have to pay that those actors' prices and all those things like that. So we'll have to see what's going to really come up with this, and as well as as they are bringing in a whole new property with Fantastic Four and X-Men, this could be like, hey, maybe we need to like cut here and then move that money to this, you know, how that goes. Um, but, you know, it will be, or as someone mentioned, this may be away from the bringing heroes for hire. Mm-hmm. They've all worked together still uh, under Heroes for Hire. And that's including um, um, Misty Knight and Colleen Wing. Uh, but I really hope they do consider at least giving us one season or two episodes or whatever of Daughters of a Dragon, though, because that would be cool. Um, I don't know how they would do it, though. You know? Yeah. Well, the way they left it, you know, um, Colleen has a little bit of the iron fist in her. Um, so that would be kind of interesting to see what that would look like. But I don't know. It could be something interesting. Some of the, Again, some of the stories from the comic has been way like early comics. They dealt with some heavy stuff like heroin and drugs and all that good stuff. But it did talk about um, Colleen's uh, family background. And they alluded to that a lot in Iron, this season of Iron Fist. So who knows? That could be an adventure that they decide to go together to kind of learn more about her family that leads to, you know, criminal underground type of stuff or more mystical things. So that would be cool. If they want to go the mystic route, that's, you know, who knows how they will do that. But um, back on Luke Cage. So that would be kind of neat to see. Right. Yeah. Well, I don't, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> and you had some news off in the gay scene, which was crazy. What's going on over there? Oh, Lord. Um, so over the weekend, there is this internet personality. I'll say that. His name is 
um, I think is, they call him Noodles and Beef. Uh, and he is this guy that, you know, is kind of the whole muscle bear. He did the muscle bear look to the max. And he's been around for many years, about over 10 years, you know, um, out here, like doing pictures or whatever. But he's also big in the whole um, BDSM world. Um, and so he had several pups with him. Um, and if y'all don't know this, pups are like guys are kind of like a little like sub-ish or subs to their master. And they will sometimes wear like little dog faces, like mask and actually have like a plug-in tail and they booty all like a lot of stuff. Like that's what they would kind of have. And so apparently um, he's had like about five of these pups, but two of these pups, these Men, I'm gonna call them men because I just feel like I, I need to respect because these people have passed. They have died, and um, they've died due to um, injecting silicone in their in their balls to make it bigger. And we, if you want to see what it looks like, you can Google noodles and beef and see that. It, it it I didn't understand the appeal of that, but they would do that. But they died. But in this situation. Um, he's also been known as being more abusive to his pups and that has come up in numerous stories from the past but to have two men die because of this um it's really interesting um sorry um so the person's name of all this um his name his real name is dylan and it, it's just been really interesting to see this story play out just because two men have lost their lives um and then, right also to see some of the posts from some of his former pups to talk to him about, talk about how they, you know, they feel like they hurt their master and how they're a shitty person because they hurt him. And kind of, it, it, it made me feel a little bad just because it was really interesting to see how they um, really kind of viewed themselves, you know, like how they didn't think of themselves as anything, but, they're just and the fact that they're lost their lives now is a lot. So if y'all get a chance, Google Noodles some Beef and you can kind of see this story. It's it's really sad. And people are calling for the authorities to get involved and to charge Dylan for this because he's and even I read like a eulogy that he did for one of the, the guys who died, and it was mostly about himself. Well, that's shitty of him. Yeah. And was it wasn't he injecting silicone in folks' balls and whatnot? Yeah. Yeah. It's like what's the I don't understand the the appeal to injecting your injecting silicone in your balls to make them bigger. Like it's not like it's going to increase your semen production. It's very strange. Yeah, it really is. And so what I'm going to do is to give you kind of a reference of this. Um, I'm going to tweet this on our page so you can kind of see what we're talking about. Uh, but yeah, it's interesting how they will do this to please their master and how, you know, that is how they will make them feel great. But also what I'm going to tweet to y'all is how one of the pups acted when they 
perceive they did something wrong and this is from the one that died. So it's really interesting and what I would say to any of y'all out there, I mean, we're not saying don't go out here and, you know, enjoy your sex life, do what you need to do, but don't, one of the things I saw on Twitter that I, and I, I'm sorry, I can't remember the person who did it, but don't, but don't turn, don't turn these, these acts, well, not really acts, but don't turn this, this lifestyle type of stuff into a life, you know, don't turn these scenes into a life, um, to where you are, it, you're hurting yourself. And it's, I want people to really think about that and make sure they're not putting themselves in danger when they're, when they're doing things like this. And get somebody who knows, like if you're going to go down that route as far as BDSM, get somebody who has experience in it. Don't play with somebody who doesn't understand the rules that come when it comes to that type of play and the submissive one usually has the power it's not the other way yeah around yeah so yeah that was that was a lot and i'm really i'm you know i'm really worried for our community who are who who gets into this and doesn't want to get out there are ways to get out. So try to find a way that you can get out to where you're not in a situation yourself in danger losing your life is not worth that. It's not worth that. Right. At all. It's not. All right. So not to bring everybody down, but yeah, it, it, it's, it's not a story. So I, I would say if you get a chance, check it out and kind of see what y'all think. Um, after seeing, after reading the story. So let's go ahead on into the King's Eyes yes. issue. So what are we talking about today? Well, um, interesting enough, we are getting into the fact that our community, the Blur community has been going through a lot within this past year, if you think about it. Um, we think about, you know, this Blur, the whole, like, I can't even remember the name. I've, I've blocked it out of my head so much. I've been trying to forget it. Um, Universal Fan Con and how that fell apart. Um, how, you know, you know, the whole issue with the leaders involved with that and how some of those were, you know, heads of, you know, popular spaces that we that we always followed and believe in like black girl nerds and what have you um, but then recently we just had another issue that happened with geeks of color another very popular space for us um, where the leadership seemed to have failed one of the writers but not only you know in the ways that it's just been unimaginable i mean not only was it for free um but there was also an issue of sexual assault and the, the response to it all was just not in the best way possible. So what we are seeing is kind of where, you know, is beginning to make me wonder, you know, when people are getting into these roles, are they aware of kind of the power that they have and also the responsibility of that power? And so I begin mm -hmm. to question that because it's like, I, when I thought about it, I was like, yes, these are people who are becoming 
powerful leaders in these, in these roles, but they don't with that experience. You know what I mean? Like, it's like somebody like, hey, I started, and all of a sudden they get really big. It's like, oh my God, how do I handle all this? And responsibilities and things that they haven't been really trained for. Um, and this is not to give them excuse, but it's just more of like what we're seeing now is kind of poor actions from, this leader, from the leaders of these groups that's affecting how we um, come across as a community. So this has been kind of something that has been boiling up. But over the weekend, we kind of saw where people are beginning to lose faith in the blurred community. So I don't know. I'm very curious how you feel about when you saw this whole thing go down. Um, I went on a little Twitter rant this morning. Mm-hmm. And one of my rants was uh, talking about how certain people, when they get in a certain level of power, they act as if they don't remember how they got there or they forget about the people who helped get them there. Mm -hmm. And that's what I think is happening to a lot of these blurred outlets, a lot of these podcasts in general, that they reach a certain clout and they feel as though since we've quote unquote crossed over to a more white audience, which has more money, which has more, a more of a status, then we can kind of cut the the black our black listeners, our black contributors out of the picture. And that's it's first of all, why? Why are you doing that? Second of all, it's bad for business. Third of all, you should know better. And I just I don't I really really don't know if it's going to take them losing it all and probably starting from zero to appreciate what they had or, you know, shit like this, like FanCon, like uh, the situation over at Geeks of Color. Maybe that is what's going to happen to get them to fly right. But, I mean, I haven't seen, full disclosure, I haven't... um, I don't listen to Black Girl Nerds anymore. I don't done that since what went down back in April. And I don't know if they are still, if they haven't even, if they haven't suffered from that. You know what I mean? I wasn't, I heard that she was over at, um, at TIFF. She was probably over at San Diego Comic-Con, you know, it's not like the, her white listeners or the people that grant her access to all of these conventions, these uh, conferences and whatnot have really seen the fallout from what they've created. And it's like, everybody is yelling, how did this happen? And like, you should be responsible, but is anybody really responsible or is it just, oh, well, I got it. I got to this certain place. So deuces to you. And I, I don't, I don't know. Mm-hmm. No, it's interesting because I do wonder sometimes what, what is the goal? Like once you get to a certain place or once you get more in the hands of, of, of white listeners and white you know, audiences, that change it feels like that 
even though it may not be that, who knows, but it feels like that. And I'm beginning to, it makes me a little sad because, you know, like we've got, we got into this, not to be like, once we get up in the white audience, we made it. No, that's not the goal of Megashi. <laughs> like, that's not our goal. Right. Was to be in, we are doing this for y'all. We're doing this for our people. We're doing this for our community. We're not really trying to be in the hands of the whites, but we're also trying to be, we won't, we don't, we won't forget where we come from either. And I don't want anybody to ever think that if we ever get, I don't know, hell, if we ever got on Vice <laughs> or whatever, that we'll be all like hoity toity. Like, no, because we got here because people like y'all were sticking with us. We won't forget that. It's the ones who, who are always talking to us, sending us stuff, and letting us know about things, and, and being and expecting things to work that really keeps us going. And so I could not ever imagine us taking advantage of it to the point that we are using people. And I feel like, I don't know if they even think about that. And that whole drunk on power thing, I, I was like, well, we wouldn't even be in that sense of doing it either. Because the power, I feel like that if we ever got drunk on power, it's the power that we are helping people really kind of find their space and place. And we're just having a good time all together. That's what I feel like we'll be feeling it. It's like we are, you know, we're providing an outlet and we're having a good time doing it. But the moment mm -hmm. people being screwed over, that's where you're really losing the point of this. Our community, you know, the blur community, we are already left out when it comes to many things. And so when people are getting us in places where we we should already be, but all of a sudden begin to forget to forget about us, that's that's just really problematic because it becomes any of us who are out here doing stuff with the Blur community, it should be really about the Blur community. We're not a non-existent community. We are people who love this stuff so much. We love the video games. We love the comics. We love the comic book. We love sci-fi. And we do this for that. We're not trying to do this for that. We're trying to get a place that, that corrupts. And also, I'm going to say this, and this is not to be rude to me, but if you don't have a strong sense of self going into this, you will get corrupted. And I think you have to kind of figure out who you are. So when you go into situations like this, I mean, my grandma used to say, you have to be Joe in every situation. You have to know that it's going to be tough and rough, but when, you know, after you get over it, you have to still remember who you are. You know what I mean? And so I just feel like that to see something like this happen and happen again to these bigger outlets, it's going to crack us, but hopefully we all stick together and kind of figure out ways to be more responsible. And I feel like this is something that maybe as our community, we do come together, you know, and kind of talk about how do we as overall, all these groups kind of come together and work together to make sure that this doesn't happen and we hold each other accountable. Maybe that's something we need to do someday. Yeah, I don't, um, What's the, I'm, my words are failing me right now, but I don't look into doing this podcast as the, a place to get famous. You know, I still have to check into my shitty nine to five, Monday through Friday, just like the rest of everybody, yeah. you know, and yeah, if you get some kind of clout, 
or you get access to things that you didn't have before. I mean, yeah, you could toot your own horn. Nobody's saying that, but it just seems that some people are just, their ego gets in the way. And sooner or later, they'll have that wake-up call that life will remind you that you're not that that high. Yeah. So I'm just, and another thing, I don't get why these people are not paying their contributors. (laughs) Like I said on Twitter, we've only had one contributor that on, on Megashine and I paid him out of my own pocket because what I don't want to happen is somebody is us to say that, Oh, we're going to pay you and then not have their money. Yeah. Like I do not want, I already got bills hanging over me as is. I don't need this. I don't need my reputation on the line like this, that hour. Don't go, don't work for Megastream because they don't pay their folks. Yeah. Hell you see, doesn't essence still owe, they're writers. <laughs> yes. So, like, oh, I just don't get it. I don't either, and I and I, and I get people want it, and I, and I get it. You know, way back in the beginning of the whole blogging world, a lot of us did was writing HuffPo or any Huffington Post or any other outlet for free because it was like you got exposure and you. And, and and you you did you know you was like hey I just want to get stuff out there, but after a while you you realize like wait a minute there's you know some outlets had like there were people who were doing that for free but some people getting paid for it like I want to get paid, so yeah you can do that and if you can figure out a way like you know ethics 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 do like a fundraising thing and they are very transparent about how they do it they will raise their money like we're trying to pay for the writing this or whatever else and they will tell you how much they will pay you and then once they raise their money you get your money and you know that's something that you mm-hmm. any of y'all can be thinking of doing you can do it like that but yeah at this point you can't be going in here not paying people and i know for the, those of you who do write and want to get some exposure you know what you can do start your own stuff <laughs> you can start your own stuff because a lot of us start our own stuff to even get to where we are today you can start your own blog. You can start your own stuff and talk about the stuff that you talk about. Yes, it'd be nice to be on somebody else's outlet, but for right now, you do your own stuff. And if people like it, they gonna come find you. So don't put your, if you're gonna put it out there for free, you control it, you do it. You do it by your name. Like you, if your name is Stan Donovan, then Stan Donovan blog, go from there or wherever you wanna do. But, don't do it to where you're doing it for somebody else and they getting all the fame and then they going on these trips and they're going to TIFF and they're going to Comic-Con and you were sitting at home. That, that's not how I should work. And I say that because I look at myself. When I first started blogging back in 19, no, oops, that's, that's the wrong year, 2000, 2007, <laughs> I had no idea that I would be writing for, I, I, you know, I got people in Huffington Post, I've been in BuzzFeed. I, I never thought about all that stuff over, the, over these years. But it, it did start with me deciding I need, I wanted to do it. I did it. I got invited places. I got access to go to 
different, different things from going to DC at the White House to going to Cybersocket Awards at the Porn Awards. You know, like these little things from just doing it myself. And I think that y'all can do that too. If you got the ability and, and the drive to do it, then write your own stuff, get it out there. We'll read it. Um, because if it's good, it's gonna be read, it's gonna be heard about, people will be talking about you. Um, and there's plenty of us out here who's been able to do that. Who's there, you know, they started their own blog, now they're writing for maybe N2 or The Advocate or for New York Times or whatever, or they do doing stuff on YouTube. Y'all can do your own stuff. You don't have to depend on somebody else's outlet. So don't sell yourself short. Get mm -hmm. yourself started, do it, put it out there, see what happens. Now, I know a thing that I have trouble, have very much dealt with and trouble dealing with is, you know, you keep on going and you keep on going and sooner or later you just get burnt out. Mm -hmm. You know, you feel that self-conscious, that self-doubt starts to eat at you and you start thinking, oh, my podcast is not good or my writing is not good or I don't know how to write. And you see all these other people getting access, getting, you know, reviews, uh, saying, oh, this is the podcast to listen to or this writer is this and that or follow this person. And that, sure, those are, you know, you want to be excited and happy for those colleagues of yours. But at the same time, you do start to wonder, oh, well, is my turn ever going to come? Am I not good enough? And it plays such a mindfuck on you. And trust me, I am going through the same thing every day when we record. Every day when I look at our Twitter and I see it's kind of dry. Every day where I look at the numbers of how many people listen and it's not where I thought we would be. You just got to believe, and I'm speaking for myself too, or to myself too, that your stuff is good enough. What you have to say does matter and there's room for all of us. Yeah, and I've learned in just doing what I've been doing, it, it happens all the time. I think about when I started going to Comic-Con back in 2007. And I was like, I really want to be, you know, I want to be in this thing, I want to be in And yes, that's 2007. And now we are in 2018, I'm doing that now. That's, you know, years later. But, it, but when I think about it, I'm like, no, I'm glad. I'm glad that's 10 years later. Cause it helped me grow to where I am at that spot. I can appreciate the journey. And that's why when I when I look at where we are, like I'm very happy we got to a thousand followers. It's because it's nice to know that people are checking for us. For us, I don't always. I I I try to look at it like it takes time. It always takes time, and some things happen faster for others than than, than other people. <laughs> I'm saying that totally wrong. Some things happen faster for others than others. Y'all get what I mean. But the point is, I feel like that there is a journey there. And that's why I'm always more, I'm, I'm a little bit relaxed. I'm like, I enjoy the journey of it all. Um, because we can still be at what we are I just feel like that you have to enjoy the journey. Uh, and I'm not just speaking about us, but all of you. You have to enjoy the journey to get where you are um, in a lot of ways. And that's why I want to back almost like the other day. I've been working with my printing company 
Lauren, you know, bless them for putting up with me and my shenanigans. But I've been working with my printer company uh, about getting this book, getting Strangelore out there. And I'm like, they, I, you know, I, I don't get frustrated when something doesn't go right or they want this to be changed or whatever, because I'm like, years ago, I could not even imagine doing this. So that's why I'm always like, I enjoy the journey and I'm happy to be there. So that's why when I look back at Comic-Con and stuff, I'm like, wow, I'm actually doing panels. I'm not just on one panel, I'm on two panels. It's like for me to be on panels, you know? And I'm like, wow, that is really something. So when I think about Megashine, I think about our time is coming where we'll be on panels. And to the point where it's like, if we're not on panel, it's not gonna be popping. And so that's why I'm just like, it's, it will come in time. And I think for any of y'all out there who are trying to figure out when is my time coming, it will come when it's time for it to come. Fate plays many tricks on our on us about how things would happen and should happen. But I think it will happen when it's supposed to. And I think what I think what it's trying to teach us is to enjoy the journey getting there. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> very true it, it, it's just tough though because I, I i'm always like wow you know i see people around me i'm in los angeles good lord i'm seeing people pop up but i'm also seeing people who have been doing stuff for so long and they just now hitting it you know you think about some of the you know people are now hitting their stride in their 40s and 50s and like, okay that's great that's inspiration um Viola davis talked about how she's been hitting her stride in her late 40s uh and, that's, and it's still been a good ride for her. And I've seen um, Jeffrey Reddick, um, who um, we're around the same age, but he, he created um, the first Final Destination, is having a good run right now. He's had a couple of, he has uh, two movies that have been out on Netflix. He is, you know, he's working on Midnight Texas. He's doing all these great things, but it took, you know, some time for him. Where you see other, you know, maybe younger writers, like, look at me, I got all these 12 movies I got The Conjuring, all that stuff, his time is coming now. You know what I mean? So that's why I'm like, I'm looking at like, fate's gonna shine on on us when it's time. We just have to be ready for it when it does. We have to be ready when it comes. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we try to turn this more positive <laughs> in the sense of what the blurdom is doing because yeah, to have the blurred, to have blurdom kind of implode is not fun, but we are hoping that we can be a part of the, of, the, of the contribution to save it. That's not, I didn't want to say it like that. But the, we want to be a part of how we can get it out of the rut and make it better to where it's more trustworthy and people can be, find the happiness that they should find in our communities. Right. And, you know, maybe this is for the best. Maybe this changing of the, the quote unquote guard will, you'll see people that actually know what it is to be a leader and not take advantage of their people. Yeah. And we're slowly seeing that. So I think this is, as you were saying, this is for the best. And I think we are seeing how the lessons are learned and hopefully we don't fall the same the same track or we avoid the potholes that we see. Right. Well, do you have anything else to add? No, I think we kind of, you know, kind of covered it all. 
I think that's good. <laughs> well, that this makes a, a short episode, but you know, short and concise. Yep. We don't need to be dragging this out. <laughs> you can follow us on and <laughs> you can follow us on Twitter at Magazine Pod. I'm at Porter Prezaz, Victor's at Wonderman5. You can like, rate, subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, Stitcher. We're on Facebook at facebook.com slash Pod. On Instagram at Pod.